In today's highlight, banking analyst Desmond Chung discusses if we should still stay invested in Malaysian banks as interest rates fall. Chua Hak Bin moderates the call. So Desmond, all the Malaysian banks are reported. Um, what are your key takeaways from the 1Q earnings and what were the common trends and surprises? Good morning, Hak Bin. So the first quarter was a very challenging quarter for the banks in that they had to contend with intense price competition during that period itself, which led to sizable quarter-on-quarter contractions in interest margins. But on saying that, most banks actually eat out results that were generally within expectations, supported mainly from higher treasury income, lower credit costs, and lower tax rates in the absence of Chukai Makmu itself. On a cumulative basis for the first quarter, the core pre-tax profit rose 8% year-on-year while core net profit jumped 16% in the absence of Chukai Makmo. So um, Desmond, I think one of the surprises was that the net interest margins on NIMS compressed despite rising policy rates. Um, is that unusual in a historical context? Uh, was that a surprise? Because most uh, banks in other countries saw NIMS expand when central banks raised rates. Why is it not the case in Malaysia? Yeah, I think the one thing to bear in mind is that NIMS did actually expand throughout the whole of 2022 as policy rates rose, but it was only towards the end of last year that deposit competition intensified. So while we had expected NIMS to contract this year, the intensity of the competition was a surprise. So NIMS contracted 30 basis points Q on Q, and yes, it was way more intense than before. Some of the contributory factors to this, in our view, would be firstly, the sizable drop-off in cheaper cost uh, CASA deposits uh, during the period itself. Secondly, the restoration of the statutory reserve requirement, which lowered investment yields. And thirdly, uh, there was aggressive deposit gathering by some of the banks in attempts at locking in longer-term fixed deposit rates, uh, fixed deposits ahead of future rate rises. Um, currently, anecdotal evidence <clears throat> would suggest that deposit competition is abating and the recent rate hike in May should ease some of the pressure uh, marginally. So we're kind of hopeful that the second half will uh, turn out to be better than the first half itself. Given the first quarter results, what would be your preferred ranking of the Malaysian banks under your coverage and why? Yeah, so to briefly summarize uh, just the general uh, outlook for the banks, Given the compression in NIMS, we expect the 2023 aggregate operating profit for banks and our coverage to contract 2%, but we project core net profit growth of about 9% on the back of lower credit costs and the absence of Chukai Makmo. We expect ORIS to be relatively stable at 10% this year, and we think that valuations are demanding with the sector trading at a calendar year 23 PER of just about nine times on average. Moreover, your dividend yields of more than 5% provide support. So at this point in time, we're still positive on the sector. In order of preference, our buys are on CIMB, AMMB, Alliance Bank, Hong Kong Bank, Hong Kong Financial Group, and RHB. Great, thanks, Desmond. For the full conversation with other analysts, go to the latest weekly briefing episode on ASEAN Speaks.